0: welcome back soil nation uh this is trent stout stout seed nainsworth iowa recording live uh, on the road this week um i wanted to get back in touch with you regarding mitchell's question in markets um that he asked in the last episode uh you can respond directly to me at seed junkie on twitter find me on facebook um I'd love to hear your feedback. I know we'd like to hear kind of anybody's feedback on this new format that we're trying out, um, which just allows us to keep creating content for you guys as uh, we're working through uh, our busy schedules. So last week, Mitchell asked me a question regarding grain marketing and my thoughts kind of around the marketing outlook in general and uh, I am definitely not a market analyst nor am I a market specialist but uh, I can give give just a few thoughts I think if you listen to last season um, these thoughts really have not changed and so you know in general just what I think about markets is there's when you're developing a strategy, and I know this is pretty elementary, but something that oftentimes we still run into with guys that we work with, and that is understanding where your break-even point is. And without, you know, understanding that from a base baseline uh, perspective, it's really hard to... um, go in with a effective marketing strategy so understand where your break-even point is even in these low commodity uh, price times I know things are currently on the rebound it look you know I think there's some bullish tendencies still in the marketplace so um, it's probably a, a, a good time for you to Look at your harvest data. Look at uh, how many bushels you think you have left uh, for this old this this crop that just came in, and uh, to be be looking to forward contract uh, where you want to get rid of that at and what that market looks like. Um, but I think I want to kind of move into a different direction rather than to talk to you about uh, just commodity marketing. And I think there's a lot of opportunity, and we've we've been pretty us we've been pretty forward in sharing our thoughts on direct marketing. and I think as as producers, um, we can often get ourselves caught into a cycle of these low commodity markets and it's making things very difficult in the countryside. And as some of the best innovators in the world, um, I think it's, it's as farmers we have to take on, the capacity of thinking how can I market directly to the consumer that what am I doing or what can I implement in enterprises that I currently have on the farm or opportunities that I have on the farm how can I diversify those opportunities and and take on more of a direct marketing approach where I can capture some of this premium and so that's something that we've actually been working with several people uh, around our area here in southeast iowa um we have some people that are really really have have taken that on and are doing really well with it and we have a lot of people who are just currently entering uh that marketplace but i think you have to look at how the game has changed from a technology standpoint I think you can look at things like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and that platform and what you can do to reach an audience with things that you're doing, things that you're doing differently, your approach, your belief systems, and how you're producing, whether it be food um, or or a product, an end product, to a to a growing health-conscious marketplace. And I know that we sometimes think, uh, some of these labels that exist in the, you know, scare labels or um, the food labeling programs that exist out there sometimes really only resonate within urban areas. But I, I think we can feel the, a lot of these ripple tides moving into even our small rural towns where people are now becoming more conscious of what they're putting in their body they you know whether you believe with that science what science you do believe in um, i'm not here to argue that i'm just here to say that i think that consumer is trending in a direction in which there's opportunity for producers to tweak their operations and reach a consumer with a premium and so i would highly encourage this winter as things slow down um take a look at your operation take a look at this the personnel that you have if you have you know children there that that are now back in the operation where we're supporting more incomes um, is there ways is there ways to diversify your operation to go after a premium in a direct market um, situation and I think you can you will find that there is opportunity and that some of your young Kids that are now coming, graduating from college, and coming back to the the farm with their capability and understanding of technology um, will can enlighten you into the opportunities that exist to reach such a wide base and such a wide population for relatively no money whatsoever. Um, and so, things that you do and can do, and just documenting your practices your beliefs, putting that, those onto social media platforms allow for you such cheap advertising and at the end, I think, can, can turn around and produce very big dividends where we're not relying on this global world market for the 100% uh, portion of our income. So we can, we can, we can do some things very simply, in, integrate them into our current practices and that ultimately at the end of the day i think can help support uh multiple incomes uh if you're trying to bring kids back into the operation Um, and it can be done in a fashion that is trending with how we feel or how i feel the consumer is moving so i i welcome any feedback on that i would love to hear stories of especially success stories um or even challenges, and um, people who are doing this currently. So, if you're listening and you are direct marketing, please reach out to us because we love to hear those stories. Um, if it's if you're struggling with a, a tactic and an approach on how to get that done, um, again, reach out to us. We'd love to give you feedback. We'd love to share with you, maybe even put you in touch with people who are currently doing this, um, and and like I said, returning pretty good income. Uh, to the farms. So, uh, again, uh, I thank you for listening. Uh, the question that I would ask Mitch now is something that I guess might be more in his wheelhouse: is boron? Boron has become a real big buzzword when it comes to soybean yields, and so I know that boron and sulfur are two microbes that are very important in production, and we tend to see deficiencies. Um, as I'm looking at soil results right now. So I would like to hear Mitch's take on effective levels of those two nutrients and what are effective strategies in getting those back into the operation. Um, Mitch also had a great meeting today with a a company um, called Trace Genomics. And if you don't know Trace Genomics, you can look that up. They're doing some fascinating things with soil health. And uh, I believe DNA testing of soil health, which our soil samples are doing DNA testing on that to determine some really fascinating things. So you can go to Mitchell's. uh, I know he just put out a blog on that meeting on his uh, dynamic continuum on facebook go check that out there and i would love to hear some general thoughts that he has regarding that meeting as well so thanks for tuning in like i said find me on facebook find me on twitter at seed junkie and i'd love to hear some feedback thank you